you're a Delta SkyMiles Platinum Business American Express card member, you'll know a thing or two about an expertly packed capsule wardrobe that balances business and leisure. So you can go from conference sleek to cocktail party chic with a few new accessories. You can hustle from 9 to 5 before exploring with ease from 5 to 9. Because you're the chief excursion officer. The Delta SkyMiles Platinum Business American Express card. If you travel, you know. Learn more at go.amex slash you know business. At Metro by T-Mobile, there's not a yada yada. That means no contracts, no price hikes, and no surprises. We don't even hide what the lawyers make us say. We put it first. When we say no price hikes, we mean when you join Metro, your price will never increase for talk, text, and smartphone data. Our only exclusions are for limited time promos, free charges, and third-party services. Not a yada, not a yada yada, not a yada, not a yada yada. Nada yada yada means wireless without the gotcha. Only at Metro. Welcome back to the program, everybody. I am Gina Waters. And I am Serena Williams, and this is The Read. Thank you so much for coming back. It is indeed The Read, and thank you indeed for joining us once again. Mm-hmm. Let us not waste too much of your time. We're going to jump right into our excellent Black folk this week, where we talk about Black people doing excellent things in this week by way of because of them we can.com, where I, you know, I've mentioned I get a lot of our Black excellent news because of them we can. Shout out to y'all. You keep me abreast of dope Black people doing dope Black things. And this week, we're going to talk. It's not an ad, by the way. I feel like every time I say something nice about like, Anybody? A company or, or like, yeah, anyone. Yeah. Uh, especially in this, on this platform, I have to let you know that I genuinely mean it. And it's like, I have to say Candyman five <laughs> times. <laughs> Otherwise, they, I have to. Like, this is free. Like, I just oh can't. I, <laughs> I also can't wait to see Candyman, for the record. Yeah, you so can't wait that. to see that child all by yourself, baby. I'll be waiting for you to text me about it. I will not be looking at that. Again, if that man Mm-mm. and and man in all caps is the one doing the hooking, bludgeon nope. me. Nope. I Gobble cannot me, swallow me, drip that. down the side, whatever it may Yes. <laughs> I'll do it. I saw okay. Watchmen. All right. So this oh. week we're talking about Amanda Wilson, who's the owner and CEO of A&X Puzzles. She's the first Black-owned puzzle owner, business woman, person, to have a line of puzzles in Target. Oh. First Black-owned puzzle company. And I thought it was really dope. I really love, like, you know, a lot of our Black excellence stories are like, here is this 14-year-old child that has, you know, built their own working spaceship yep. mm-hmm. using only cans of Sprite and the occasional Mountain Dew. Right. It's and always It's always something like otherworldly like some 16 year old yeah invented a way to remove all the plastic from raindrops or some shit and just like healed the earth exactly. all by herself and you're just like what bitch yeah how the rest of us was ever supposed to catch up to that in any way yeah <laughs> stop the la fires like right. the children like, girl, are truly the what? future 
completely reverse global warming all by themselves. Like, okay, girl. But I also love stories like, you know, book bars around the city or, you know, young black game developers or older black game developers. Like, you know, fun, quirky stories that we don't talk about enough. And I mean, honestly, I don't know how about how many, I don't know how many of y'all's black families love to puzzle. But I feel like we still have no less than five jigsaw puzzles at the house. Oh, that yeah. looks like everybody time. Like everybody right. can get in on a puzzle. Exactly. Everybody in the house can help with this. Even the niggas who really don't be caring about puzzles like that. And, you know, apparently they're good for brain development in one way mm-hmm. or another. So the more of us doing puzzles, the better, really. Well, Amanda Wilson created her puzzle brand and company in 2019. Um, she gave birth to her twin babies, Adric and Zola. I hope I pronounced their names right. They were born uh, 10 weeks early. So when they were in ICU for 43 days, unfortunately, mama started sketching, you know, ideas for beautiful black puzzles. What is now one of her most popular puzzles, the spaceship puzzle, is one of the first sketches that she did. Um, and by last year, Target contacted her and said, Hey girl, we live. How about selling some of that stuff over here? Um, and that's where we're at now. So if you see an ANX puzzle in your local Target, you know, it's black owned and it's awesome. And it's been created by the mother of some awesome black kids. And apparently I also read here on this website that the jigsaw puzzle market is valued at 9.1 billion internationally or at, this was 2019 what? so i don't know exactly that's obviously probably a little bit different now but not as but in still, 2019 9.1 billion dollars. i would not so, have yeah. guessed billions <laughs> 9.1 of, of them you know what that lets me know other countries are doing way more puzzles than the united states of america down right <laughs> Because there's no way in the world that we take up even half of that. Like, because American babies see a jigsaw puzzle and spit at your feet. Where's the Call of Duty, bitch? Where's the Fortnite? Where's you my goddamn bastard? iPad, bitch? What you am know, I supposed to do with this? I FaceTime and FaceTime exclusively. These kids don't even see the point of talking if you are not looking at somebody. Like your baby, your three-year-old no. baby will look at Mm-mm. you and be like, okay. Yeah. Daddy. Bitch, where is the actual Mom. entertainment? Please don't play with me. Consider the fact that I could have done this on my iPad with less cleanup. Mm. Are you okay? Are you okay? Like, your baby is clearing yeah. you on the effectiveness of their electronic device exactly. when you just want to build, you know, a bond mm-hmm. with them. No. What are we supposed to do? No, it's just, I just, as soon as you said that, I was like, wow. That is certainly not in a United States of America thing. We are not responsible. I would be blown away if we were actually like buying and contributing that much to the puzzle industry. We don't seem like a puzzle kind of people. Yeah. We seem like a candy crush kind of people. Yeah. <laughs> and then you graduate to slots. <laughs> yeah. That's it. That's correct. Okay. <laughs> so, next time you're in your uh, local Target and your baby wants to run through Ooh. the game section or the toy section, look yeah. out for these puzzles because mm-hmm. they will have 
uh, little illustrations on them that look like you and your family, and you know that you'll be supporting a Black-owned business and the first Black person to have a puzzle line at Target. So shout out to you, Amanda. Yes. Uh, and I hope that you are wealthy. Yes. All right. Same. Or will be soon. Amen. Hey, y'all, we all know Crocs are known for comfort, but they're really stepping up their game when it comes to personalization. The truly iconic classic clogs and slides are available in tons of colors, and they're just waiting to be personalized with a collection of gibbets. The charms you all know and love that you see lots of people pop into the holes in the front of their Crocs to give it, you know, your own unique flair and fun. Thank you to Crocs for actually sending me over a pair of my own Crocs that I'm excited to add some gibbets to because I see on the website they have some Avatar The Last Airbender charms. So those are going to be the first ones that I stick on the front of these shoes. And there's like a lot that really speak to my nerd heart on here. So this is probably going to be my next rabbit hole. Here we go. Be sure to head to Crocs.com to explore all the latest styles and gibbets charms. That's C-R-O-C-S dot com. Go get some Crocs. Or if you already have some, which you probably do, go get some gibbets. Let's get back to the show. Hey guys, this week's episode is being brought to you by Squarespace. You know something that I think I've been craving? I'm really craving a directory uh, style website that sort of serves as a where are they now for some of my favorite memes and viral sensations, such as Sharkeisha. Um, Sharkeisha, you know. And I feel like someone out there, one of you wonderful people can make that happen using Squarespace. Squarespace is an all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. With Squarespace, it's incredibly easy to build a website that has everything you need right out the gate and looks great, feels great, and is like also easy to modify and customize and update and add features to. I even got my mom to use Squarespace for her personal website. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I would really like to speak to Scarlett from Scarlett Takes a Tumble and, you know, various other people who kind of helped me through my blogging era or whatever, mm-hmm. maybe. So... If you have not your heart to create that kind of website and you want to know where to begin, head to squarespace.com for a free trial. When you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash the read to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or a domain. Let them know we sent you. Let's get back to the show. This week on uh, The Conjuring of Hot Tops, The Devil Made Me Bottom. Did I do that one? I have no idea, but something about the devil and bottoming, I feel like I've heard that before, but that specific combination of yeah, words. called being gay. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, I'm not even sure it's within the context of you and this show. Like, I've just heard niggas talk about how bottoming is not from God, so. It's a commitment. Yeah. No, you know, you really have to be dedicated to your cause. You really have to believe in what you fight for. And so my hat's off to you. Yeah, you know, it's like, it's very much like when you realize that that's where you identified, you kind of cue poor unfortunate souls mm. by Ursula the Sea Witch. I can see why. I can yeah, see Yeah, and it's why. kind of an exchange of like, rather than your voice, um, maybe your virtue and <laughs> rectal health. Please. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> why? Why did we take it this far? Yeah, I don't know. What were we talking about? <laughs> I don't know. H- hot topics for the week. Can't oh, yeah. That's yeah. a thing that we do. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So 
Um, Wizkid, very popular musician, Afrobeat okay. king, yes, songster. Yep. Um, creating waves um, as of late after a remix to his latest hit, Essence, uh, popped up on our digital streaming platforms, featuring one Justin, I sort of heard of Martin Luther King Jr., (laughs) (laughs) he invented peanuts, right? Peanut butter? Please shut up. Please shut up. Was it the traffic light? No, the (laughs) hot comb. Martin Luther King Jr. invented the hot comb. No, he invented... That Justin Bieber. (laughs) Like, of all the artists... I'm sorry. You're not even done talking about it. I'm sorry. No, go ahead. Please. I was just... uh, First of all, (laughs) Justin Bieber and his Please Consider Me hashtag black campaign already irks the last little bit of my fucking nerves. It is incessant it's so bad and it's been going on for a while and when he threw that fit about the grammys calling him pop instead of r&b or whatever i was like oh this is only gonna get worse and now here we are where he is featured on a WizKid record and like i get it i do i get it from an industry standpoint because it's justin fucking bieber and if you want your song to get the most streams or the blah blah nominations money sure i get it however really of all the fucking people, we could not get another Afrobeats artist or even somebody that's the black. Thing, that's the thing. Or even that somebody exact, black. There, there you go. There you go, right? Because it's like, obviously, by reaching out to a Justin Bieber or having Justin Bieber featured, because I truly wouldn't believe if Justin, like, had Scooter and Tudor and Pooter and everybody <laughs> on squad. You know bum it. rush. You know it. Every country in Africa that has a studio and say, like, hey, put our girl on a song. You know what I mean? Right. Like, I would have no, I would have no problem believing that Justin Bieber absolutely stormed the Afrobeats playlist on Spotify and was like, please start making phone calls. So I don't yes. know. But I'm- obviously, this link up, like you're saying, oh. is in the effort of like capitalizing off of the fact that Afrobeats is super mainstream right now. Right. But as you said, like, I can understand you being like, okay, well, we want to get someone that's like an American musician or like, you know, a non-Afrobeats superstar to kind mm-hmm. of really grasp onto that. But why couldn't a motherfucker be of African ancestry like, at I'm least? saying of the bare... Giveon right there. Minimum. Jasmine Sullivan right there. Like... I would have taken old girl from Love and Hip Hop Miami. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just saying. Like I wish one. Don't have me telling no lies because I a singer? Yes. Amara La Negra? Amara La Negra. I was gonna say please don't Actually, let me say that. That's what I'm saying. Like over Justin Bieber. Sure. A lot of people had never, and y'all not gonna believe me, but I had actually heard of her before <laughs> reality TV. Her name just slipped my mind. But like a lot of people never heard of her until Love and Hip Hop. But I would rather have a quote unquote love and hip hop star on that song than Justin fucking Bieber. Of all I'll take fucking Wu. people. Okay, I don't, I don't, I don't know her music, but <laughs> Like, 
countless black Americans, countless black artists across the diaspora. And I just don't, I would have even been happier if it was like a black artist or specifically a black Afrobeats artist on the song with Justin, like it's featuring Justin no. and this other person. I would have been no. happier with that, especially if the black person. Because Tim's is already on the damn song. Who? Okay. Well, the thing is, there's, it's not just Wizkid on the song. There is another person and has been. What? Thames. Yeah, yeah. Featuring TEMS. Oh, okay. Yeah, right there. Are you serious? Been on the song. Yeah. Huh. All right. Well, I will. All right. Well, we all learned since something I was going to say, since I don't know that for sure, I will let you have that. I'm so heartbroken about this. I would say that it's like this black girl is has been sitting right here on this song this whole time. And the girls don't even know that. And they know that Justin Bieber is on it before her black ass has having been on it from the get-go. And this is the problem that I have with this now. Do you see what I'm saying? Like I feel like the way it's played out right in front of our fucking faces. Like I feel like whiteness, when it comes wow. to, like, whiteness usually, I don't, I could be wrong. And I know that we're in a different time than a lot of other, the, like, I was going to say the erection of other black um, oh, mm. music genres. I should have used a different, I can't, whatever. <laughs> what a great word. Yeah. But, like, I feel like it usually takes whiteness, I don't know, maybe, like, Six to 12 years before they fully are like complete in the oh we do the feature yeah we make the albums and then we do the what black people made afro beats for you know what i mean like i feel like it usually and that's too much <laughs> that's too a, much around a decade before white people start acting like they had no idea that we made the 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 genre or created it maybe a little bit longer and with you know um with tim cook and, and steve jobs and their devices it is probably different in terms of the timing now but i'm like god damn can we just can we have some fun as as black people as right. descendants of africa as as people as people who are connected before we you know, have some more Josh Stone ass, blue eyed Afro oh, R and B ass, goddamn, Damn. like yeah, yeah. <sighs> I'm so sorry, Miss Timms. I am so sorry. Blame it it's, on my. You're not alone. I know. Yeah. I, right. A lot of people just said, "Wait a minute, what?" And went and googled it, yeah. and now they're like, they "Oh did. my god, how did they I did. not know this?" But honestly, this illustrates my point. Why do I know about Justin Bieber before I know about this black girl? Yeah. Why is that even like, why isn't, why isn't her feature? You know what? I get it. I do. I get it because it's Justin fucking Bieber and blah, blah, blah. Everything about how big he is as a star. But I just don't care. Not even Usher. Like, of all, like, there are so many. It's really almost an infinite number of artists you could have asked that would have done this before you got to anybody white, much less Justin Bieber. That's all I'm saying. Very specifically, like, not only do we want to cross over, who do the Caucasians live for? Right. And honestly, like, you know, marketing-wise, business-wise for you, I see what you're doing, and it probably is working, so. Right. I get it right. completely. I 100% understand it, but I don't have to like it just because I get it. 
Well, Rebecca Black is at the Grammys with an Afrobeats album and she acts like she'll know who the fuck Wizkid is. I don't want to hear y'all say nothing. Right. When Trisha Paytas has the number one Afrobeats slash R&B album, you niggas are going to be nauseous. And I'm going to say, I fucking told you so. I fucking told you. It's time to start gatekeeping. It's okay for us to be like, eh, no, no crackers over here for some shit. And Lord Thank knows, you for enjoying. Lord knows Black American music needs to start doing that. Like right now. Right now. Yesterday. Kick these crackers out. Uh, speaking of features, one Lizzo has a new song out featuring Cardi B. The t- title of the song is Rumors. Lord. Um, it has been out for I don't know, just over a week and some change, maybe. Not so long. And um you know, lots of varying opinions about the song and, and whatnot. <clears throat> Both Cardi and Lizzo are pretty visible on Twitter. And apparently, I mean, on in social media in general, I should say. And um, apparently during a recent IG Live moment, Lizzo had an emotional moment where she kind of teared up and, you know, was admittedly exhausted with the negativity that's thrown her way and whatnot. This isn't like the first time this has happened with Lizzo. Yeah, no, this is what y'all do about Lizzo. <laughs> um, and Cardi uh, chimed in to a tweet of this clip saying, when you stand up for yourself, they claim you're problematic and sensitive. When you don't, they tear you apart until you're crying like this. Whether you skinny, big, plastic, they're going to always try to put their insecurities on you. Remember, these are nerds looking at the popular table. When I read this, I was like, Cardi, you had me. So that like, you could have like, girl? Because like, she's correct. Right. But you didn't have to say it. Yeah. Like that comparison at the end is a little off base, especially because like a lot of the people at the quote unquote popular table are nerds. And like way, way more of you motherfuckers are quote unquote not even nerds because in 2021 into 22 nerds are really cool like a lot of you motherfuckers just aren't cool you're lame as fuck you listen to whatever the lame the latest you know poo shiesty or lmnop blank rapper nope, says is cool and then you go and buy that and depreciate that shit in value until somebody else comes out and says this is what you should buy like all you motherfuckers are uncool you know like yeah, i yeah. saw it's like Anyway, Card- not the Cardi, point. Cardi, though. Cardi, though. <laughs> yeah, Cardi's cool. But I just disagree with that last part. Um, in the bit of the, the live that I saw from Lizzo, she kind of hit a, one of my nails on the head. Oof, that sounded graphic. Mm-hmm. Uh, when she said something to the effect of, like, you know, usually hate or negativity doesn't get to her too much but like mm-hmm. when you are working your ass off you tired yeah and you're more sensitive and i was like oh bitch absolutely 100 percent. i mean i think any person that works hard can relate to that regardless of what you do right when you work and really really hard you're working your ass off you tired you have less of a capacity <laughs> or tolerance for bullshit. Exactly. Uh, Every parent knows that. <laughs> everyone. Everybody you know knows I mean? that. Yeah. 
The difference is, like, if you work <laughs> as a lawyer or at the bank or at Dunkin' Donuts or whatever, it's a bit different than, like, when your job is putting stuff out there for criticism. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, like if you're a bank teller, for instance, and you have a hard day at work and everybody's trying you or not, that's one thing. But it's different if you like your work at, you know, JP Morgan Chase or wherever the fuck is then put on Instagram for everybody to comment on. Pick apart. Yeah, definitely. It's difficult. And like, I have no small violin. These people are rich. True. <laughs> you know what I mean? But at the same time, um, I understand or I feel in my, you know, for Lizzo particularly, it's always going to be an issue because she is a black woman and she's fat. Yep. Period. Exactly. No matter what she says, but because Lizzo's not, she's walking <laughs> around starting shit. I don't care. I mean, I talk about quote unquote hot tops weekly and I don't remember too many of them involving Lizzo. Being, you know, in the middle of some fuckery or scandal or mm-hmm. whatever the fuck. Meanwhile, future is on. The, you know, don't get me started, baby. Mama beef number eighty seven. Wow, the way I was about to say eighty nine. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> I was about to say the 89. days of our ghetto Decatur lot. I don't know where <laughs> he's from. I'm sorry, Decatur. I really don't know where he's from. But, but like, yes. they like, yes. Daily, yeah. Like Daily, actually, that nigga is on like, here calling his his baby mama's a hoe to the his own to kids' faces. His children threatening to shoot people at his baby birthday party, all kinds of stuff. And they can still feature him up, don't say nothing, whatever. And Lizzo just has the nerve to be okay with being black and female and big. And they're all like, "Who is what is get this." ghetto ratchet disgusting horrifying detrimental shit out of here yep exactly it's kind of lame and tiring and you know Mm -hmm. lots of things it is like it's it's all of those things and um i'm sure lizzo appreciated cardi speaking up for her cardi tends to do this to do this when the girls have something to say about somebody she's worked with she tends to stick up for people so yeah. I'm, I'm glad about that, but um, yeah. and I'm sure Cardi had the best of intentions, and that Lizzo appreciated it. But like, it is a yeah, fact that the, the, the whole thing was just funny, right? Right, but the whole like, no matter your size, if you're small, <laughs> if you're big, if your body's real, if it's fake, it's like, oh yeah, that's true. But it is a fact, like a documented fact, that fat women suffer bullshit that thin women or or quote-unquote plastic women or even like thin natural body women do not have to deal with period and you see it every fucking day when it comes to lizzo because the way people talk about her when she just posts a picture of her body the same way every other bitch on instagram do with the ass and thighs all out everything out niggas pick her apart like she is promoting a, a way of life that is not natural or is not good for you or that it's her deadly. very existence is a yeah. problem and at the same time these niggas as soon as sweetie go live on instagram they little dicks get hard because they can't wait to see her mix up some fucking sweet and sour sauce and her goddamn pepsi and then add a dash of fucking adobo because niggas just can't wait to see sweetie do <laughs> something stupid and nasty and gross 
I love Sweetie because I do no too. She, she is She seems great. like a sweet girl. She is amazing. Like I think she's but you're so fun. So right. Like but, you're so. And I feel like people have like unsuccessfully made the, or tried to make this comparison. But you're dead ass. Like. You're that ass. Home, Mama will be on live eating yes. nuggets with tartar sauce and queso. Exactly. And everybody is like, oh, where, what is that Making about? like a nugget casserole <laughs> and layering tartar sauce in between nug- layer of nuggets and queso and sprinkling it with fucking Parmesan and putting some fucking crumbled up tortilla chips on top. And you niggas will be like, <laughs> yes. Do I try it? Sometimes. But that's not the point. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, Lizzo's having a blueberry acai smoothie. Yes. And y'all are dragging her. Drinking green juice and looking all glowing and shit. Like, literally the picture of health. I don't know if you've ever seen Lizzo perform live, but the bitch puts on an incredible show. I was just telling the girls this past weekend, it's like watching a fat Beyonce. Like, she gets up there and does her oh, fucking routine and sister that's, is that's going. Strong. The I mean, but I'm no, like, I'm not saying fat in a derogatory way. I'm just saying her body is bigger, no, but Lizzo's, not, her stamina is up there. I mean, but like, as far as putting on a real physical show, most of the girls are not no, doing this. They're standing that. in front of a mic and singing their it's little that. whisper R&B it's shit. That. Most of y'all are it's not that. moving around. And if you do have to break a sweat or get out of breath and you got to sit there and heave hold on the mic for a few minutes and get your shit back Lizzo puts on a real ass show she is a real ass entertainer and y'all still act like it's something wrong with her because she's bigger than the rest of these bitches when really you don't know nothing about none of their health it really is just like it's 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 very um it's very much classic like you know looking at people from certain groups quote unquote that you feel like should be ashamed of being a part of that group they're like i don't care and and that offends you right like because you try so hard to not be her so how dare exactly it makes you so uncomfortable that someone that you think is disgusting or looks that disgusting or should feel insecure or whatever is like, I don't care. I'm going to pose the same way that y'all do. Wear the same thing. That you, like that yep. bothers you. And so anything, because when it comes to the music part of things, as I've said before, if Bruno Mars made these same songs, oh, not only would you eat it up, <laughs> you would bum rush the closest stage that he's on with bills Tell rolled him. up in both of your fists, yep. demanding that he take your money from him. So when y'all like, oh, well, who does Lizzo even make music for? You, bitch, clearly, because like, <laughs> when that nigga does it, you live. I don't I- understand I mean, Lizzo has been making music. And if you actually read any of her old interviews, she talks about how crazy it was to cross over and be like somebody who's looking out in the crowd and seeing a bunch of white people there. But also, you you don't have to like Lizzo's music to respect her as a fucking person. Yeah. I'm not trying yes. to get you to convince the like convince. I'm not trying to convince you to like love Lizzo's music. You can't you can just live your life and not like it if you want to but the shit y'all talk about her body don't have nothing to do with her music y'all just use it as a justification like oh she not making music i like therefore if people want to make fun of her and call her fat i don't really care because i don't like her music because it's for white girls anyway which is really fucking shitty because lizzo ain't did nothing to none of y'all like that girl is not out here racking up baby daddies the way Nick Cannon is, baby mamas. Oh, Lord. Jesus She's not man, lying and disrespecting bitches and causing a bunch of chaos on Instagram every other hour. Like, 
That girl literally minds her business, posts her thought pictures like every other home on Instagram and puts out her music. And y'all are just hateful. Y'all are just terrible. And it's because she's big. And you can't justify that. I think that you, like, for me, it is a lot of what you just said in that, you know, it being someone else. No, I just lost it. Put the, whatever the time is. But I know you, yeah, I know you, I know you, I mean, but I really, I know that you understand what I'm saying. Like y'all act like this because she has a big body. That's really it. That's what it boils down to. And you try to act like that's not the reason. And it absolutely is. Here we go. This is what I was trying to say. Not liking her music or liking a song or whatever is complete because I personally don't care for the song. The Rumor song. Oh, yeah. I'm not a big fan of it. The same way I'm not a fan of a lot of the 24-carat gooligan, hooligan, <laughs> um, <laughs> leaving the door open don't on the that. veranda. Like, I don't feature a lot of that as well. I recognize the talent and that it's for somebody, but this particular taste is not for me. But that's separate of me being like, oh, well, I don't like 24-carat magic and that nigga is short and uncute. And who the fuck does he goddamn think he is for being like shaped like that and having the nerve to be okay with? Like, it's right. just, it's like, and making it like a moral thing, like, like, oh, I'm I'm tearing down Bruno Mars because it's what's best for humanity. Girl, go to hell. It's just weird. Lizzo is not hurting nobody, no matter what size her body you is. Just be quiet. Yes, you could thing. just shut the fuck up because you clearly don't know what the fuck you're talking about. And if it's about health, then go comment on Sweetie's fucking Instagram and tell her that it's disgraceful to be <laughs> doing the things she does to food on Instagram. Do well, that I thing. I want to hear her out. I want to hear her out. <laughs> no, but I'm saying if it's about health, then make it about healthy behaviors. But y'all don't never say the shit True. to Sweetie that y'all say to Lizzo. And if Lizzo ate like that, it would be like trending on TMZ all fucking day. Boosie chopped up five honey buns say it, like say stallions it, say it, say and it. dumped it into Frosted Flakes and then added more sugar on top. Made and we just laughed. To go on his fucking and we just on. laughed. <laughs> Nigga made a punch out of fucking Sunny D and Juicy Juice and and simply Hawaiian and bullshit. Like, what do you you want me to do about this? It's so clearly about bodies and not about health. Stop lying to yourself. Um, Erica Badu issued an apology to the Obamas after... So she posted a video of her at President Barack Obama's 60th birthday uh, extravaganza Mm -hmm. that he had quite recently in Martha's Vineyard. Was she DJing? I heard that she was DJing as she does. Was she? I'm not sure if she was or if she was just a person. I thought she was just, yeah, I thought she was a regular guest. She might have just been a regular famous guest. Okay. Um, but yeah, by way of her um, uh, um, mobile device, people were able to catch a glimpse of uh, Barack at his birthday party, and he didn't have a mask on. And so, you know, the Tucker, Loren, DeSantis's of the world you know decided it. to run wild with this. And oh my God. Even though they will then have like 
like a rough cut to the nearest hog saying that COVID is is fake. So I don't really. But anyway, you will never find sense in their logic. So. Um, Fat Belly Bella says, Mr. and Mrs. Obama, please forgive me for being the, quote, terrible guest, unquote. Correct. It's such a sacred event for your family. I was so inconsiderate. Thank you for all your love. What an example of how not to be, Erica. Mm-hmm. So which someone then uh, accused her of being forced uh, to post. Uh, someone said, they made you take down the video and apologize publicly, lol. To which she quoted and replied, <laughs> nah, sis, it's just the right thing. I mean, correct. It did still, like, her initial quote-unquote apology did still read as sarcastic to me. But <laughs> a lot of people were yeah. up in arms about this um, Obama birthday party. Um, I read a I quote don't know from why. Andre Leon Talley. That was a part of an opinion piece for the New York Times. <laughs> and I was going to stick this onto my read, but it's fine. Um, because this opinion columnist, Maureen Dowd, oh, no. wrote a piece. Oh, no. Not Maureen pic- Dowd. You know her? Oh, yes. Yeah, she's legendary. No, no, no. She's legendary for being terrible. I'm so sorry. Well, that- <laughs> her I'm legacy so sorry. absolutely <laughs> precedes the <laughs> Dog. I am so sorry. What did she do? When I tell you, I never heard of this lady a day in my damn life. She won a Pulitzer for her coverage of the um the Monica Lewinsky uh Bill Clinton thing. Ads up. I'm sure she'll be in the latest. Oh um, God! Ryan Murphy oh God! Not Maureen Dowd. She wrote an opinion piece for the New York Times called "Behold Barack Antoinette." Oh Christ! Are you kidding? <laughs> And the <laughs> Barack Antoinette. And the whole piece is basically about how Barack Obama ain't shit because he chopped oh, like shit. 200 people from his birthday party guest list because of COVID, whatever. And most of them were not like wealthy celebrity 1% people. So? And how it was so terrible of him to not have his staffers and people that worked in his campaign and all kinds of stuff. Um, to, like it was so disrespectful and hurtful for them to not for them to be disinvited while you know the Don Cheadles and Gabriel Unions of the world got to go and Girl, then the quote from what? Andre Leon Talley goes <laughs> Andre said I think the nouveau riches Obama's are seriously tone deaf wow. we all love Beyonce but I don't know why she was I didn't see if Beyonce now, was there why is she maybe she was it? probably invited right Beyonce at the crib was she even Next there to- for you to be throwing her name into it? Beyonce turned to Blue and then Rumi. Like, see how I get thrown in it? Now why, it? in it? now, why am I in it? Now, why am I in it? I ain't, I ain't even, even did, did nothing. nothing. You see how they do? We all love Beyonce, but people have so many things to worry about with COVID. Voting rights, climate warming. People are afraid of being evicted from their homes. And the Obamas are in Marie Antoinette, tacky, let them eat cake. Girl, mode. get the They fuck need to out remember their humble roots. Bitch, it is a birthday party for the former Thank president. You. It is a birthday party, bitch. Are you it's kidding? It's not the fucking anniversary of his goddamn 2008 inauguration. It's his fucking birthday. That nigga can invite whoever the fuck he wants to. Do you really think that he would rather not spend time with people that he actually knows and likes 
as opposed to a bunch of people who used to work with. Be serious. You don't want to hang out with the people you work with versus the niggas you know. Be for real, nigga. I just thought it was interesting that you wasted time, space, yeah. bandwidth, all of these things, Maureen. Maureen Dowd is historically terrible. No, she's awful. She is about wretched. Barack, I guess, being bougie. Girl, and, that's not you know, bougie. That's not bougie. Forgetting his roots for inviting, uh, you no. know, Quest Love to his birthday party instead of, you know, his staffers and stuff. Rather than focusing on maybe the fact that, you know, we didn't need to have 475 niggas in Martha's Vineyard right. once. Even if they were all vaccinated or all tested negative, like, yeah, maybe no, it's see, just a care. good. I mean, I, at this point, I don't either, because what I've learned is that um, nobody else cares. Right. So, it's like, where am I supposed to drive right. myself crazy? Doing it by myself is driving me crazy. So I'm done with that. I'm doing everything I can to take care of myself and best of luck to everybody else because clearly that's the only way you can survive in this country and not lose your fucking mind but like it's a good idea to scale back on gatherings of people right now and do you really expect anybody even the president of the united states to pick niggas he used to work with over his actual friends and family do you really that's just the dumbest shit i've ever heard this isn't a public health event this is his private 60th birthday party i mean well i honestly doubt that he had, you know, numerous heart-to-hearts and really intimate, meaningful interactions with the likes of, you know, I don't fucking know the the locks. The locks were invited, <laughs> but okay. like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it whoever, a blank celebrity, people you who are not gonna come up to him and ask for selfies all fucking night and be like, John Legend, my mama. I'm Actual sure that there were people that worked alongside him in all of his years in office, campaigning towards it, all of that stuff. I'm sure that there are people that he's had far more meaningful and like impactful experiences with than a lot of these celebrities. So I get that. But my thing is, first of all, first of all, Maureen, I'm sure you weren't invited. <laughs> and Andre, if you were. You clearly got shot. And it's okay to feel away about that, maybe. But are we really yeah. focusing on the fact that it's like, how dare this nigga invite celebrities to this? But it's his fucking birthday party. That nigga can invite whoever the fuck he wants. He can have the Harlem Globetrotters at that goddamn shit if he wants to. Right. And there's, like, who's to say that the people he grew closest with over his political career weren't also there? Like y'all don't <laughs> it's not like every single celebrity was there and it just mattered more that you were celebrity as opposed to somebody who was close to him. But the idea that like all the people who were ever staffed in the White House would get priority over celebrities who are just going to come and drink and eat the fucking appetizers and say hello, shake hands and be fucking cool. Like the idea that there's something wrong with that at this man's birthday party, this man who is not in office anymore. At his fucking birthday party, like y'all are wilding and just being like, yeah, like y'all looking for things to talk about at this point, because this country is hosting super spreader events every day, all day in every fucking state. So please yeah. shut up about that bullshit. Please shut up. I mean, 
obviously this was meant to be like clickbaity and like less scandal. Right. At least they tested everybody at their party. You did. I didn't know that this Maureen person is like infamously gossipy and clearly someone. That oh has yeah, given, she is. You know, awful. Like Andy Cohen a wet bus since she is. You know, awful. Yes, but adds up. It explains a lot because I was like, we're really we're focused on how like. One percent and bougie. The fucking former president's birthday party was, yeah. rather than the fact that that nigga was like, "Yeah, COVID six hundred might be too much. Let's do four hundred seventy five <laughs> instead." I mean, I mean, I, I know a lot of people did that, and I truly don't give a fuck. I wasn't there, and like you right. said, tests and vaccinations and stuff was probably safer than rolling loud. That's what I'm saying. But, Y'all just had Lollapalooza, girl, where unvaccinated people. Contracted COVID four times the rate that vaccinated people did. Like, at least he tested everybody. Y'all go to the fucking club every weekend and be smoking hooker and don't nobody get tested in that vicinity or in like 20 miles around it. So how I just the but the New York Mm -hmm. Times will always hire her and they will always let her do this because she sells papers and she generates books. Clearly. So I get it. But girl, fuck y'all. This country, it's not like there are such strict lockdowns everywhere and Obama went and broke all the rules. Like, oh, be serious. Be serious. Right now, when 15 music festivals is going on in this country. Okay. (laughs) All right. All right. In August, when children are going back to public school. Okay. I mean, I get it. I see the lineup and, you know, the pitch and all that. I understand what Right. Yeah. Exactly. And, and, like, girl, this is and it did exactly that. I know that you're they sat back and was like, Yes, big a dollar weekend for us. Like they knew exactly Clearly. what they were doing. Um Onika and Kenneth Petty are being sued by the mm-hmm. um the victim. <laughs> Uh, in Kenneth's sexual assault case. Mm -hmm. Uh, She has claimed for a while, I think like since earlier this year, that she's been uh, harassed by Kenneth and Nikki um, ever since the two of them got together and the streets found out that Kenneth was a sex offender. Yeah. and so she has now officially filed a lawsuit against them for said harassment and emotional distress. Um, and this shit is so mind-boggling. It's like, yeah. what are they doing over there? Because when you um, read the actual court document, bitch, it's yeah, it's scary. <laughs> because when I first read this, I was like, okay, at least I can believe and see Onika's legal team getting on this lady's nerves, trying to bribe her, then transitioning into thinly veiled threats. Like that, harassment. I can see. I can see yeah. harassment. I can. That I could see. Mama was like, yeah, plenty of that, but let's get go deeper. <laughs> like, yeah. let's, let's talk about all of it. Wait, wait. Even prior to that. <laughs> There's more. She said, since they began, since Kenneth and Onika began dating towards the end of 2018. Um, and people started talking about his sexual assault case. Um, you know, the fact that he was convicted of raping this woman. Um, you know, they kind of went into 
PR, clean it up, brush mm-hmm. it under the rug, marketing yeah. mode. Right. And so this woman, Jennifer Huff, says that since then she was getting um, messages asking for her to recant her story. Mm-hmm. She claims that um, in March of last year, after the story that we, I'm pretty sure we spoke about, uh, how Kenneth got arrested because he didn't register as a sex offender in California when he moved out right. to LA with his Oh, mom. yeah. And I think we talked about that. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we did. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> so that was another hot spot in the drama of that story for Nikki. Um, so I'm sure it was a lot of whatever going on over at, you know, her publicist's office and so jennifer claims that she got a call from nikki who offered to fly her and her family to la mm-hmm. if she would recant the claims of rape rape yep. against kenneth yep and help them out with everything mm-hmm. when i read this i was like so when they land in LA, do you do you give them the diamonds? Like what? What is? Right. I was like, nothing, nothing, nothing will remove or even really tend to the scar, right? That your husband created mm-hmm. in this woman's life. Exactly. You know what I mean? You can put sugar on it. You can maybe fly the scar out to, you know, nice places with a beach or whatnot. But to just go ahead and clean up this man's actions and act as if they didn't happen or weren't a big deal or or that they're unsure or whatever by virtue. Just because you're famous, essentially. Not because he's a good person, a changed person or whatever else. I don't know him, obviously, but like this is. Really just off of the strength that you're a celebrity and the constant discussion of your husband having raped someone right. is harmful to your career. Right. It's kind of like, uh... So when I read this, I was Even like, what the fuck? What fly her to LA go do? Completely optional. Like, marrying him yeah, was optional. Even, Being with him was yeah. optional. You were already super famous before any of us knew who he was. So this was all yeah. 100% avoidable. A big choice. It was. It was a big, big choice. And for me, it wasn't even this part. I don't know if you're going to keep talking about the story. Okay. Okay. So I'll I'll wait till you get there. That for me was just like the first confusing portion. I feel you. Because I was like, so you going to get her a ticket on Delta to come out to LA and then do what? Or even like put her on a private plane. Like, ooh, I get to go to that special airport one time and... Take a you know, drive her up to Malibu, to Queens, right? Or have like, some sashimi on the beach, right? What is right. that supposed to do? How is that? What is that supposed okay. to? Yeah, fix what happened to me. No, man. So after Mama said, "Uh, no," then she says that she and her family suffered an onslaught of harassing calls and unsolicited of visits course. from people on Nikki's team. Shortly after, she says that Nikki had people reach out to her and offer her. A $500,000 payment in exchange for the same thing, recanting the rape allegations um, that was uh, allegedly denied. And then she says, that is when, that is when, she says, lawyers started popping up at her house, trying to pressure her into taking the story back, changing the story, recanting the story, 
And that is when she began to feel unsafe, started talking out about it. She says that they again, again bribed her <laughs> with cash. And this is 20000 which I want to say this got to be a typo. Were you mad? Oh, and you're Lord. just like, well, like. What happened? <laughs> you haven't read The Art of the Deal, have you? <laughs> and another <laughs> great golden girl story. And another um a couple of, you know, threats to her safety and her family's safety, all that stuff. They moved in August of last year. And so here we are now where, you know, they're suing Dahl right. and her husband. Um, you know, the barbs went into full defense mode with hashtags and stuff, which just makes the whole thing worse and weird. Um here we are, honey. It's like, bad, I, girl. It's bad. It's bad. What? It really does not look good. And um, I think for me, the whole, like, I'll, sh- I'll film a video for your daughter and say happy birthday to her and, like, give her a shout out and you can have this video was the part that, like, really knocked me over because... Why would I want a video of the wife of my mother's rapist wishing me a happy birthday? Like, why would I even want that? And why would I, as a mother, the actual victim, give that to her? Why would that seem appealing to me as a mother? But like, if I know that as my mom, why would I even desire that as a gift? It was like, it really, it's not that niggas, it's, it's the audacity that blew my mind. I think mm. more than anything else. I mean, and the fact that like her own brother came to her and was like, listen, they offer in half a million if you will recant. And still at no point did anybody in her family break ranks. Nobody sold their story to the tabloids or turned against her or nothing. Like the conviction there is extremely strong. And even if I wasn't the type of person to automatically believe women, that kind of conviction would definitely help. Because most people, half a million dollars, that's life-changing kind of money. And even if something really did happen to you, nobody could blame you for being like, bitch, I'm taking me and my kids out the fucking hood and we're going to live the life we deserve. Like, It's true. So for you to be like, nah, this is more I important. Mean, it's like- People will no, totally blame you. I mean- But you're right. So, you're right. Some people will, but, point is, but yeah. fuck them niggas because you know what they still doing working. <laughs> <It's>, listen- <laughs> what you're not doing <laughs> i can't i Working. can't logically blame someone not who's at all. living with the trauma not in this society someone else Hell saying no. you know what no nope. you coming off of this would like change my life or whatever yeah take me out of yeah. whatever you know negative experiences or circumstances like i can't blame pers- persons for doing that right you know what I mean? so, we live in the real world where people have real bills and if everybody is fucking harassing you and you can't get a regular job because people come up to your job and cause a fucking scene and or maybe you don't have the education or the experience to do something else like what the fuck are you supposed to do i don't even know if this is her story i'm just saying like I I completely get people who are like, bitch, it's hard out here and I need to take care of myself and my kids. I need to make sure my family's good. Like, I get that. So the fact that they turned all that down is just like, I'm not, I can't understand why Nicki Minaj felt like this man's problems were her burdens to take on. That's what I don't get. Like, 
You're Nicki fucking Minaj. You have come up in an incredible way. You are in every sense of the word a legend. And yet some regular ass do nothing ass nigga. Why? And this is the story Mm. for so many women. Why? Why these regular ass niggas that don't have or do or be shit? Why? God damn, girl. Everything behind this nigga, the rapist. Christ Jesus. And the rape was not even like for me, that was never even up for debate. It was never even whether he did it. It's just all these additional details now about your involvement. It's like, so you really decided, like, you couldn't just let this nigga fight his own battles. You really decided to stick your own neck, your own money, your own reputation out there for this nigga. What -hmm. could be so good? This this is what frustrates me so much. Like, and I'm trying to be understanding. I am, but I do not get it. Everything you have, you're Nicki fucking Minaj, like, Everything you have for this, who I mean, even he will is this be nigga? Gone eventually. It's who just even is he though? <laughs> I wish I understood. I don't, I don't get it. I really don't. I really do I've, not get it. And my heart goes out to uh, Jennifer and her family. Yeah, same. Um, because like. No shade. Rape aside, just being underneath the scrutiny of the Barb army is enough. Like, th- like that to me is complete understandable emotional distress. Oh, yeah. I don't even talk about but her online because they are so crazy. <laughs> they have the no girls limits. use asterisks. Like, the regular <laughs> girls. I can't even use asterisks. If they think I'm talking about her, they're going to te- tear me apart. And like I, I get it as stands, but <laughs> baby, I'm too old to give a shit about that. <laughs> I like, do I'm not care. I'm completely objective. I just I call them as I see them. Exactly. But at the end of the day, you know, I I just I don't get it. But I hope that this girl is safe, and I hope that her family is safe, and that they can, if not all, if they're not already headed to it, that they can have a swift transition into peace of mind and safety and stuff like that yeah because onika has the resources you know what i mean whether she's with that nigga or not she has the resources to be good or to get good or get the help to get there and he does now too just uh, by virtue of having a baby with her so yeah he no he no longer has to i mean you know unless he gets arrested he no longer has to worry about anything in this life because even if they divorce, she would have to pay him enough money to make sure their baby has the same quality of life. Pretty sure she does, yeah. So it so. just looks like a lose, lose, lose situation all around to me, to me, because of the absolute, like, where, where is the value in this nigga? It can't be companionship because you can find that in anybody. It can't be dick because, again, half the population. Yeah. So what is it? What's so great? And I don't understand, like, I don't understand it, but girl, you know what? I'm sure by now you are understanding the severity of what has gone down. No, Shay, when I was younger, um, my mama used to call this like a Whitney and Bobby syndrome. Because she used to say that Whitney and Bobby, like, Whitney and Bobby at a point refused to break up because so many people told them that they Yes, wanted them to, yes. 
And so they were like, fuck y'all. Y'all know y'all don't know us. We're yep. gonna make this work. I, I love remember her. that. I, I remember love him. Like yes. y'all bitches can't tell me nothing. You're Even right. though they likely knew that yeah. it they had to no be business over. being together. Yep. So a lot of times when I see that, especially with like couples that have a huge following or a lot of people that criticize them or whatever, I I think this. I feel like a lot of times motherfuckers are just they get defensive and they're like, You you're not going to tell me to leave this person. And they wait until it's like they have no choice. I mean, it's way worse. But so, I mean, just ignore us. What is your heart telling you to do? What is your spirit telling you to do? I mean, it's easier said than done. I'm not making excuses for correct. I'm just saying. I mean, true. But like, it don't have to be what everybody else is saying, because as many people are saying, you should leave that nigga. Plenty of people saying, no, they should stay together. Y'all don't know nothing about being married. Real couples go through it. It's always trials in a marriage, blah, blah, blah. Like. Like people will always, no matter what decision you make, there will be people who are for it and people who are against it. So you might as well follow what you think is right for you you in your life. And what is your spirit? Your spirit is really telling you to stay with this nigga or your spirit is saying, bitch, you're Nikki fucking Minaj. Who is this bitch ass nigga? That's the part. Like that's the part. At least Bobby Brown was Bobby Brown. I mean, like right. And And when they got together, Bobby Brown was right. Like it made a it made sense in a celebrity sense for Whitney yeah. Houston and Bobby Brown to be together when that happened. We I remember, still don't understand what Kenneth is doing here. Right. I, I mean, and we don't know this nigga. He's literally nobody to us. So we really don't like, understand why Nicki Minaj chose this bitch of all the bitches. Like, I think you're allowed to like have a baby and be like, yes. All right. Bye. You know, I think you can. I mean, I like it's literally my plan to have a baby yeah. for free and be like hope you enjoy co-parenting because we're not doing that you're not staying in my house Switches. thank you so much for the dna that you freely provided i really appreciate it oh my god it's so cute oh my I'm god so yay and if you don't want to take care of the baby fine because i want this baby so i don't really care how you feel about it you either gonna put in or you not but that's me I feel like that would have been the tea nikki i mean and she could if anybody could have not done it off. If anybody, I mean, and a if nigga would anyone, be a fool. A nigga would be a fool anyone. to give up his parental rights with a biological child he has with Nicki Minaj. Like, you would be a fool. Shut up. Like, <laughs> like, yeah. Won't you just say, I would love to work a minimum wage job for the rest yeah. of my life? Are you fucking kidding me? Why do you have to just pick this nigga up? Exactly. Like, if anybody could have been like, yo, you don't have to pay child support or nothing, you know, just bring some pampers and come see this baby twice a month. Like, you could be the bitch to do that. And yet you choose to have this devotion to a nigga who has done nothing but put you through it since y'all been together. And why? Publicly, anyway. I don't know what he does for you privately. Probably really dicks you down. But publicly, it's been a mess since he came in. That nigga better be supplying. It's got to be primo dick. as you just said. Got to be primo There are back snappers out here. You can trip and fall on them. Literally, they everywhere. They everywhere. And they're Nikki. all over the place, and you already a mom now. Like you can literally get your back snapped. Regardless, you're Nick. All these so, niggas want to fuck you, girl, and you know that. This nigga needs to be on YouTube learning how to make ratatouille. <laughs> Are you fucking crazy? <laughs> like, bitch, you need to be color coat coating her thongs yeah her whole like all of her cereals need to be alphabetically or like she shouldn't even have an assistant yeah he need to be going for his certified pre-k and elementary school and shit like this nigga should be getting his teaching certification ready to homeschool y'all's child he should be a chef like (sighs) 
This nigga should be able to supplement every part of your life that needs help with a baby. Because what the fuck else does he have to do as your baby daddy? What is a bigger priority than taking care of you and y'all's child? I shop him. And yet this nigga just be, as far as I can see, it looks like he adds stress. It looks like he has you doing things like intimidating witnesses and trying to coerce victims. That's what it looks like to me, girl. Harassment is what it looks like. I want the best for our queens. Me too. Whether and her baby. Whether they're from queens or not. Her and her adorable yes. unknown child. All Papa of it. Bear. I want the best for Nikki and Papa Bear. I really do. But I can't want it more than you do. I want Nikki to want it. I really do. Because this nigga, Kenneth Petty, the most aptly named nigga on earth, is not worth it. I refuse to believe it. It's just like, all no, the It ain't work. no dick that good in the world. And it would be like one thing if it was Safari, right? Because like... Kind of. Cause like, like not even there. him specifically. Hold on. Okay, let me walk that back. Okay. Like, it would be one thing if Kenneth was like Safari in that like we were introduced to them together. Yes. And it's like, okay, like you... While they were building the, the game brand. ...with this nigga that's, right. that's awful. And it's way more complicated than that. Like, you scooped him up at the hibbity hibbity height of your career <laughs> right some nigga you, you know? went to high school with or lived in the same neighborhood with like yes. what girl <laughs> you know i went to high school with like 1200 other niggas <laughs> why would i just randomly pick one oh <sighs> no i do still suspect that at one point he will be gone they'll be co-parenting she'll release grand piano part two and I'll be here to hear you out if you leave this girl, Jennifer, alone. Please leave her and her family alone. Please do. And whatever money y'all have to pay to sell it, pay that. And Which? please and please leave this nigga. Pay her to go start her life over in peace somewhere. Leave that girl alone and and leave this nigga and focus on what really matters, which is you and that adorable baby whose name you will not reveal. It's fine. That's I know. Please don't ever tell us. But that is what matters. Also, like, um, I understand that for many people, like many people, hanging out with you or getting a cameo would be like life making. Yeah, but seeing as how like you're married to person raped her you know like maybe <laughs> don't fly her out to see you maybe just book the family a pj oh to go God. to south of france perhaps you know, you know? italy some places open i don't know what the <laughs> but like yeah maybe like away from y'all and somewhere that's like I, i'm just saying like if you're gonna bribe people my god do better right i mean and you're rich on top of that I empathize because I know how hard it is to leave somebody who's not no good for you. And I'm just going to keep going. <laughs> Mama said, I got you a loft in uh, North Hollywood and it comes with a Roku uh, Wi-Fi. <laughs> if you would just come out and tell everybody to leave my husband alone. Yeah, <laughs> Ma'am, this is so. So I I get how difficult this is. Um, I get how difficult it is to leave somebody that you know is not good for you. I I know that if Nikki can identify with that. And what I will say is take advantage of the fact that you are rich as fuck and don't need this nigga. Because a whole lot of women would leave their situations if they just had the money and the power to do so. And you do. 
That's how all a I'm lot gonna of say. Without rape cases, can break your back. That's and right, girl. Bring you Split you in two, sister. So, Do you like old dude did girl on bigger on BET and have you seen fucking Tweety Birds and heart emojis <laughs> and sunshine bursts and shit? Have you coming in a whole different way? Cause that nigga got a third leg that dripped down to his knee, bitch. I'm just saying. Graphic. I mean, you must not have seen. You must not have seen that dude. (laughs) That dick was mammoth. But anyway, the point being, (laughs) how did I get so? (laughs) Leave this nigga and and please, like, I just want the best for you, Nikki, and your baby. And I don't see how Kenneth Petty is contributing to that. That's it. That's all. I'm not seen it. I don't see it, and I just feel like you're better off without him because you're Nicki Minaj, and he is irrelevant entirely. Please don't make grand piano too. Okay. Um, I didn't know we was doing that. <laughs> you know that you're getting an acoustic ballad. But we don't have to I um so um probably with a banjo or an oboe. So uh I would not say automatic harp. <laughs> acoustic slow songs are what we need, but Literally yeah. anything is better than Grand Piano too. But I have faith that Nikki won't do that to us. I think she's heard the feedback and she's in a different right. place now. But, you know, more importantly, I want this nigga to be part of her past. I do. She deserves so much better than this bullshit. She deserves so much better than to be yet another woman sacrificing her career and her legacy behind a nigga who don't deserve it. Well... I have like three other topics. We'll just save those for next week because we just spent so much time. Oh damn! Like, wondering what? Oh god! Sorry, Nikki's doing. It's after an hour now. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so let's my move bad. On. The next generation of influential Black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of Blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's Black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the Black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collection, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be Black today, told from a unique Black perspective. From Bobby Schmurter to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations, there's no limit to the range of Black Stories, Black Truths. Black perspectives haven't always been centered in the telling of America's story, and we know that. But in this series, they are the story. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the Black experience. Here are a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center Black voices. It's NPR Noir, if you will. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices as varied, nuanced, and Black as the country that we reflect. Stories should never be about us without us. So tune in now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR, wherever you get podcasts. When you're constantly on the move, it's not just pits that break a sweat. From your armpits to your thighs and everywhere in between, new whole body deodorant cream and sticks from Shea Moisture are your secret weapon to staying fresh and confident all day long. They're made from melanin-rich skin and packed with plant-based goodness. So embrace a new era of freshness with whole body and stick deodorants from Shea Moisture at your nearest Walmart and Walmart.com. And when you do, your whole body's covered. It's time to read your letters and whatnot. That is true. Um, send your questions to asktherita at gmail.com. We may read them aloud on the show. Our first letter this week comes from Clarence, who says, I signed a lease on a three-bedroom house 
and I rent out the other two rooms. I had two people that I know move in. One is my former boss, Keisha, and another is a friend that I met in college, and we can just call him Joseph. Keisha and I are vaccinated and tend to be pretty safe in our day-to-day lives. However, Joseph is not. Just two weeks ago, he actually tested positive for COVID, but thankfully he did not pass it to me or Keisha. Shout out to vaccines. We have made countless attempts to get him to understand the importance of the vaccine, but he thinks he's smarter than every scientist and expert. However, Mm -hmm. my biggest issue is that his ass does not know how to sit the fuck down. It would be one Mm -hmm. thing if he chose to be unvaccinated and stayed home all day, but this nigga is out every day and night partying, clubbing, sharing blunts and being a hoe. This nigga, this nigga has had guests come over and stay in our home at least spending one night. And he's planning to go on a trip out of the country this weekend. I hate the idea of giving him an ultimatum, but I kind of feel like I have no other choice. My question is, how would you handle this kind of roommate? Do you think an ultimatum is the only solution? Thanks, Clarence. Clarence, I absolutely think that an ultimatum is the solution for this one. I would do so with no qualms, no reluctancy, no hesitancy. Like, absolutely nothing. I would sit down with the firmest, solid face, and I would say what I have to fucking say. I totally agree. Um, I don't understand why so many people that, much like me, struggle to spell necessary on any given day, (laughs) why these same people are acting like they know how science or any of these things work, how vaccines work. (laughs) You did Um, not have to do that. Like, what are we doing now? If you decide that you don't want to get a, va- I don't feel like you should be forced to get the vaccine if that's what you don't want to do. Right? right. I feel the same way. However, if you choose to say, I don't want to get the vaccine, I don't trust it, I don't believe or whatever. What I do believe is that you should stay the fuck at home. I, I believe that you yes. should sit your ass at the house. I believe that you should wear a mask at all times if you must leave the house. Yeah, I believe that you should be moving the way that all of us were moving prior to a vaccine being available yeah. and less information being available on um on the virus and, yeah. um, in general or whatnot. I'm not, that, that's like the, the disconnect for me when it's like, obviously something's going, there clearly are still COVID deniers, which is really blows my mind. But I just read a story about it in, in like some newspaper this week. So uh, yeah, it really <laughs> blow. It really blows my mind that y'all are acting like this cannot possibly be a thing. Life on earth is a hoot. <laughs> that's all like i don't how else can you what are you bitches what else are you supposed to say about what? this what else can you say about how utterly ridiculous this is now a lot of the people who are against getting a vaccine or whatnot uh do understand and believe that covid is a thing and it is a risk or whatnot so i just don't understand how you couple i'm not getting a vaccine because you know whatever marxist <laughs> propaganda like whatever whatever it is. yeah i don't understand how you couple that with Woo! taco tuesday like, i don't understand how yes taco tuesday. how are you busting it wide open you know what i mean at the late the the nearest brunch belching in the mouths of others proudly right I've, i just it just it's like no say it 
It doesn't make sense. It's not adding up. I understand. Like, yes, we all want to get back to some, not only a a sense of normalcy, but we want to have fun. We want to make up for the lack of fun that we had and all of that stuff. That's normal. Yeah. It doesn't change the fact that we are still in the middle of a Pantene Pro-V. And not only that, she has numerous line sisters now. Delta, Sigma, Theta, Epsilon, Beta. Like, all the girls are out here more powerful than ever before. So... Right. I, I'm all those things. Yeah, I will tell this nigga, look, get out. <laughs> um, yeah, I think there are other ways to handle it, but an ultimatum is definitely like a guaranteed way to handle it. Like it's probably the effort that takes the least amount of work on your part. Uh and I I don't know. I just really feel like I've I so much agree with what Kifiri just said, like it's one thing if you're against the vaccine because you want to wait a little. I mean, whatever reasons you have, you know, as long as they're not like, I would rather pretend that scientists and data across the world is lying to me. Like, right. Whatever reasons you have, at least the people I know who have not been vaccinated yet wear masks in public and stay away yes. from others and they don't go out. Yes. But it's you like so many like and I only know a few people who are not vaccinated and that number is growing smaller all the time. So but the, for those of you who feel like I deserve to not be vaccinated and to not wear a mask and to travel all over the goddamn place like you're right. literally the reason we're still in this. Exactly. And you're the reason that anti-vax people overall get a bad name because you're exactly. the one not being responsible. And so like it sounds like this person is literally that and especially since it's you and Keisha, like both of y'all against one, but especially because the lease is in your name, nigga. Whatever Please. fake agreement you have with him, dissolve it. If you and Keisha have to split the rent until y'all find somebody else, that's better than having this COVID variant guarantee in your home. You're an anti-vaxxing, I'm smarter than scientists oh, home. Oh no, you can And you're also me. bringing people into the home. Right. Collect How can it be both? Things. How can it be both? Get your things. How can it be both? Get your things. You simply cannot be that reckless and live with me. I love when y'all in your letters be like, let's just call them such and such. I know that's the person that's getting dragged. <laughs> like every single time. You see how they were like, my name let's is Let's call him Clarice, Joseph, yeah. <laughs> and my friend's Erica. And it's such and such. Let's call him Devon. I know that that person is like, they're getting dragged. <laughs> That's the one who ain't shit. It's so toned. Like, I don't really give a fuck what you're calling, to be honest with you, right. because fuck him. <laughs> because fuck him. Yes. Yeah. I totally agree. Like, it, like, the audacity to me is one thing. Everybody's tired. Everybody wants to feel normal. Everybody wants, needs a vacation. Yeah. Um. So I totally get people wanting to party and have fun and date and blah, 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 whatever, whatever. But... Yeah, like like you said, the, I know people, there are plenty of people who have not been vaccinated yet or at all or whatever, and their reasoning, I understand. But like you said, they sit they down. The house. They sit down. They stay away from people as much as, bitch, I'm vaccinated and I'm still wear, like wearing a mask most of the time I step out. Listen, I have I done, forget like, half the damn time I got my two doses. I did like two risky things and then I got like 17 COVID tests because I was so nervous the whole time. I'm like, I don't know, I do not know how you niggas have been 
out here, out here like this for so long and then have the alert, the nerve to look down on other people like y'all not living y'all life. Nigga, we trying to make sure everybody gets a life. I'm like not even shook and in fear or whatever this, but I don't know even know if it's because it's like, I'm just ready for the sky to crack open at any day now. I'm yeah. just like, I think I'm just, I trying not to be a part of the problem. And also I don't really care that I trust the science. You know, I have to wear a mask in <laughs> right. an Uber or an elevator. The That's only fine place, with me. <laughs> the only place where wearing a mask has genuinely been miserable is in is the gym. the gym. Yes, that's it. And even as far as New York City is related, as of like I think today or tomorrow. You have to have a vaccination card in order to go to be in those places. Yeah. I mean, my gym, the only reason I even went back is because you had to be vaccinated, period, in order to even go through the doors. And you couldn't show the card. You had to go on the app where it was like verified and you didn't just buy that shit off somebody in it. Like that was the only reason I felt safe, because truly going to the gym in a mask is miserable. But every other time I'd be so happy to not breathe in y'all's air and y'all's funky ass breath that you and your teeth that you half brushed that morning and didn't brush it all the night before. I'd be so glad to not smell the fucking organisms that have multiplied in your mouth since you left the house that fucking morning with coffee and and fucking tuna salad on your goddamn breath, bitch. I'd be so happy to not smell that shit, be exposed to that bullshit. You niggas are nasty is the problem. You ain't never. No, I'm so sorry. No, I'm actually not sorry. A pandemic is the best. (laughs) I I had to to reverse it very quickly. Like, I am so grateful because I have a permanent lifetime excuse to wear a mask in public for the rest of my days. None of you can say shit to me anytime that I have a mask on, especially airplanes and airports and subways and the general streets of New York City. Nigga, are you fucking kidding with all these fucking people and all that goddamn bacteria? Bitch, I wish I would. I just got one of the new stylish visors. Like the yes, girl. okay, like that's pretty. Like, oh girl, that almost. was fucking the NBA owner. Yes, Donna the, Sterling. Yes. It's very much what was her name? Side chick visor. <laughs> yes, it it gives me like Blade Runner mixed with skank. <laughs> so that's my new uh, uniform. Yeah, because it's like, girl, and again, it's cute. Yes, unless you're doing like deadlifts or something Mm -hmm. suck it up it's like the girls it's like so many people who are like i don't want to get a a vaccine because i'm pregnant right now and i'm scared because whatever whatever or whatever and they're just like quietly at home they go to whole foods or wherever when they absolutely have to and they're masked up the whole way through not complaining Mm -hmm. it's the motherfuckers who don't believe the covid is real or they believe that the vaccine is just a way for joe biden to control anybody (laughs) as if that nigga knows what day of the week it is they're the ones down at the motherfucking piggly wiggly coughing in everybody's mouth and acting like they know every motherfucking thing it's the worst of you. It is. It's the worst of you. That are part of, of the problem. And y'all irritate me because I know people who have not been vaccinated who don't act like y'all do. They don't. They stay at home. <laughs> <laughs> they do their best at least to not be a part of the problem. They stay at home. 
Y'all spitting in people's eyes and doing all kinds of shit. And going to baseball games and going to fucking Lollapalooza fucking and Freak Nick and every fucking thing else, girl. Leave us alone. You don't know shit, Helen. It's okay. Yeah. It's put, fine. Put None of us do. Put put Joseph at your house, baby. You'll be all right. You you and Keisha, y'all make a way. Y'all will be better off. Um, before things get really ugly out here. Best of luck. Let us know how it goes. I bought you some zip ties. Our next <laughs> our next letter is a fun video game question from Andrew. Yay! Andrew says, I'm starting to replay some of my old Pokemon games from when I was a kid. And I wanted to ask if you could only pick three Pokemon to absolutely have to have on your team, which three would it be? Crystal, if you don't understand this question, ask if you're for help. Love you both, Andrew. First of all, Andrew, you tried it. I mm. downloaded Pokemon Go like everybody else back in 2018. Not Thank only did she download Pokemon Go, <laughs> she became a literal international Pokemon master. The bitch caught Pokemon in New York City to Paris. We were walking around I London did. I did that. catching Pokemon. <laughs> it was unbelievable. <laughs> so, oh, all the rumors are true. Yeah. <laughs> um, so for me, definitely top two. I I I'm I remember the first generation, so I have to go with the classics. Nine okay. Tails. I feel like Ninetales is a Pokemon that Beyonce would have. She would probably... I feel like you've told me that before. (laughs) Absolutely. Then Blastoise, um, because he has water cannons on both of his shoulders, and he's a big blue turtle. Doesn't get much better than that. And then I would probably have to go with a legendary... I don't know if it would be Mew or Mewtwo. Maybe Mewtwo, because he kind of had like a villainous arc, and then he became kind of an anti-hero. Yeah. And I think Mew, Mewtwo actually like spoke English. Mm. Oh yes, I probably so. Probably so. Yeah, Nine Tails, Blastoise, Mewtwo. That's my final answer. Okay. Um, for me, I'm probably gonna get some of these pronunciations wrong, so please don't be nerds about it. Um, first of all, would probably be Evie. Yep. Because Evie can evolve into like 10 different niggas. Like 25 <laughs> niggas. Yeah. So I would definitely pick Evie. Um, also, choice. Dragonite was one of my favorites. Great choice. I pulled up the um, app to answer this question. <laughs> so um, not counting any of the Evie spawns, probably Dragonite. And then... Purely because the first time I caught one, I was in Harlem around the corner from my house and I was so happy. I almost pissed myself. I have to say Pikachu. Like, I get that this nigga is not the best of anything, but it was so iconic to me to catch Pikachu that I just... In Harlem. In Harlem, of all places. Like, it just meant so much to me. I cannot leave him off of the list. So... Blackachu. I was so fucking hype when I caught Pikachu and then I caught another one like in the West Village a few days later and it did not it didn't mean as much. So, yeah, if I had a top four or five, I probably would have stuck Pikachu in there somewhere because it's fucking Pikachu. It's like, yeah, everyone fucking loves Pikachu. Yeah. 
So that's yeah. what I would pick. And thank you so much, Andrew, for asking us something fun, um, even though you assume that I would not know anything about it. And I clearly I mean, did. I mean, a reasonable <laughs> assumption, but still. <laughs> I mean, Mama doesn't play like a whole bunch of bloody shit, but you, she yeah. has every Korok seed. I do. I, I don't even every, have that kind of patience. Every Korok seed. And I have every video game. So every Korok seed. Like maybe Breath don't of underestimate the Wild, her. I truly consider myself a SME. Do you know what a journey and commitment it is to get every one of Idiot. them goddamn seeds? Mm-hmm. You have to decide. Yeah, I am going to do this. <laughs> you do. Like, it's not something you accidentally no do. If, and or but about it. There's no gray area. You're you make up your mind. Yeah, this was before I went back to school. Back when I had time. <laughs> because, My word. <laughs> but yes, you know, like some things I do know, and Pokemon I know, and this was a very fun question. So thank you. Um, our last question is mess and miserable. It comes from K. K says, I need help breaking up with my half sister. <laughs> not in a romantic sense. I would hope not. <laughs> yeah. In 2019, I reached out to my shitty ass father to ask about our family in here in the U.S. since he is in Jamaica. And he Let's mentioned. Let's call him Devin. <laughs> <laughs> we can call him Devin. Let's call him Ralston. <laughs> And he mentioned that I have an older half-sister here in the States and said he could give her my info. Without really thinking about it, I said yes, and I ended up spending a day with her and her kids, which was an overwhelming experience. I found out that I have several other half-siblings here in the States, and she was so excitable and talked nonstop from 11 a.m. when we met up until she dropped me back off at my house at 11 p.m. My sister is nice enough, but she seems to have misogynistic and pick me tendencies. And she is not somebody that I would even be friends with in regular life. Well, she is also family. Yeah. She is also under a very different impression of who our dad is because she just met him a couple years ago. She thinks he was forced by his family to leave her and her mom in Jamaica. So she's extremely sympathetic to him. Meanwhile, I know the real truth, which is that he got an American pregnant and left. Plus, our dad is an extreme nutcase and an abuser. I tried to tell my sister that our father has some truly sick tendencies, but she brushed the matter off entirely. It was exhausting to be with her that day, and I am not interested in having a relationship with her outside of a passive holiday text. However, it's very awkward because we live in the same city, and I can tell that she wants a relationship with me. I'm ashamed to admit it, but I tried to ghost her, but she did not catch the hint. When she texts me... (laughs) When she texts me, she calls me sis all the time, and it makes me uncomfortable because we are not sisters in anything but blood. How Damn do I, it! How do I politely tell her that I don't want a relationship with her? I can tell she has been wanting the family she's never had, and I don't want to devastate her, but I also don't want to string her along. Thanks so much, Kay. Girl, Kay, what do you like in Pokemon? Have you tried... <laughs> Like, you motherfuckers need to, like, call somebody. This is so heavy. Jesus Christ. Like, what a transition, bitches. It's like, you need help. Do you understand that we just smoke weed and, like, guess? Now, what do you like in Pokemon? (laughs) Like, told us that her motherfucking (gasps) ever-so-distant half-sister wants a relationship with her 
but she doesn't see it at all. How do I tell this bitch <laughs> never to call me again, even though she loves me and simply wants to have a relationship? Please. <laughs> Yikes. Yeah. That's really the question. And um, <laughs> I feel for you because this is a lot. Um, but I think... I don't know, kind of like for as long as you can use the pandemic as an excuse, I would do that. Um, I wouldn't. <laughs> I would as I like slowly broke the news to her that we were not going to be able to kick it on a regular basis. I don't think you should just suck it up and deal anyway, but I do think you should keep the channel of communication open in case your sister is ever really ready to hear you about your opinions about y'all's father. I would do that. Yeah. That's my thing. Like, I totally respect where you're landing on um, your opinion on your father, the facts on on your father, um, your perspective on it, what you've made peace with, what you're not debating on. Like, I totally respect all of that, right? Mm Mm-hmm. I just... It it's sad that like your sister wants to be family with you in mm-hmm. any regard. Um, and there's just a block there because you're not with the shits and you're not going to, you know, like I you're not going to um cater to or perpetuate this idea that y'all daddy is not a fuck nigga. Right. Um you don't want to like burst her bubble, it, it seems in a way, but You're not going to do it. And I completely respect that. So I would like, like Crystal said, I would hope that maybe there is a way that you can communicate that there's a door or something there when available for you guys to have like a real conversation, not only as sisters, but as like grownups. Yeah. um, About the reality of your family. Um, And as individuals that aren't just your dad's kids you know like let's think as individual people that have the right to be completely <coughs> um objective Sometimes yeah I'm, it's objective yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, objective subjective objective like neutral Yes, like completely looking at this situation for what it is and calling a spade a spade um and if they in that situation, if there's a whole bunch of like tug of war <laughs> haggling about, well, my dad is, then yeah, right. I can absolutely be like, God bless you, girl, in your journey. Maki mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Dada, you know what I mean? I'll right. always be your sister, technically. Exactly. Because you, I've seen some things that you haven't. So for you to mm-hmm. be like, oh, nah, your experience don't mean nothing, it's like, yeah. I don't think so, bitch. And I just met you. You have every right to protect yourself, the work that you have done, the right. work that you are doing. And just because this girl is crying out for a sibling or whatever doesn't mean that you need to unearth a whole bunch of hurt or whatever in order to, you know, um, cater to that or whatever. Right. Um, I agree. So, yeah. I think I would try to communicate that like you know i care good luck and hopefully you can 
speak as as human beings um and individuals and sisters rather than you know the dad fan club because you don't owe that nigga nothing exactly especially you know when you say that he had like some sick tendencies like those niggas definitely <laughs> do not deserve the consideration that they tend to get anyway just off the strength of being men so mm-hmm. um i completely agree i would say um that blood isn't everything even though it means so much it's not everything and it's not your fault or your sister's fault that y'all didn't grow up knowing each other or just now found out about each other like it was your father's responsibility to make sure that y'all had a relationship and he failed at that because he is the reason that y'all have a connection at all it was his job to do that. So yeah. I don't want you to internalize that and be like, oh, no, I'm going to make her so sad because she doesn't have her sister. Like, that's not your fault. You are the sister, not the person who made both of the daughters. It wasn't <laughs> ever your responsibility to make sure you and your sister was tight. If y'all had known each other growing up or whatever, I'm sure by now you would be so used to your sister's bullshit ass attitude that it would be like commonplace regular everyday sibling drama that people have like i'm sure you would feel differently if you had known this girl for longer than a year and a half and if most of that hadn't been behind a pandemic you know but that's not the way it worked out and that's not your fault so don't internalize that and tell her the truth i'm really just very i saw something yesterday it was like a meme about moms and then someone said some like black moms and someone said something about like why we don't have memes like this about black dads i think they were trying to be like cheeky mm. <laughs> everybody was responsible because like because who has they? one right right <laughs> who has a dad bitch are you kidding <laughs> and i was like yeah this is funny and everything like got all of the different responses in the thread were hilarious right. was like it really sucks how many adults and like black folk in our age range right now are having Mm -hmm. to like take on the responsibility of picking up the pieces and piecing together stuff making sense of stuff healing from wounds of like niggas just being niggas and getting to get away with it and having to do that work on your own it's just like so normalized for black people yeah that like it is. I'm glad that there are more of, uh, you know, more black people of a certain age that are speaking out more about the ways that they were failed and the ways that parents need to do better, whether it is themselves or their own parents or both or whatnot. Because it's like so many of us are just fucked up and just carry that yeah. around because we expect to. And it's like, yeah, that's just how it is. Like, yeah. no. And that's just no, what we do. No. Yeah. No. We don't have to do that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but that's literally how it is. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Um, I, I just don't want you to feel like it's your fault if your sister loses out on something. That was always your dad's fault. Um, and that's not on you. But at the same time, like I said, I would have that understanding and also keep the avenue open in my back pocket in case she was ever really ready to hear me. Because I would yeah. always, there's a part of me that would always want to get through to her. But at a certain point, you have to protect yourself, your peace, your mental health, and not make the active choice to pursue that. Where it's like, mm-hmm. if she's ever ready to come to me, then fine. But like, I can't keep putting myself out there 
and getting my feelings hurt and crushing my own emotions in the process. Like, mm-hmm. cause I'm the one who suffers then. So, um, yeah. I would do that. Um, and good luck processing your relationship with your father and your many evident <laughs> step siblings. Um, but know that you're not alone in the, in this struggle and, Know that it is perfectly fine to prioritize your own peace and health and happiness. You deserve to do that. You should. You should. Because I hate to make another Drag Race reference. No, please do. If you don't. You can't love yourself. I knew you was finna. <laughs> How the hell are you going to love somebody else? Can I get an amen? To the moon is my favorite. To like, the moon. To yeah, the moon. She always changes it to whatever her single is that season. But to the moon was Oh, it's so good. It's really fantastic. Yeah. So, but you have to, you have to care about yourself, boo. You should matter more to you than anybody else. So. Yes. It's um, your responsibility to put that work into your, it's, I mean, it's their responsibility to put that work into themselves and reach those avenues the same way that you do. And you can help. But it ain't your responsibility to walk them across the goddamn bridge. Exactly. You can lead a horse to water, but you can't make it drink. Hello. There it is. <laughs> okay. Um, on that note, that is going to wrap up the questions for this week. For next week, we are going to switch to something different. We're going to introduce something new. And that is new the things. concept of a themed topic for the week. And really, friend, when I was thinking about this, I thought, who better for the first week than our queen? Our gyrator and savior, Beyonce. Who else? Mm. Nobody better to kick off the first week of this new part of the podcast. So if you have a Beyonce related question for us, please send it to asktheread at gmail.com. We are going to handle those next week. I'm what you might call very good at hide and seek. And since we got Xfinity, we have Wi-Fi all over the house, even in my super secret hiding spots. So I can kill time in here by streaming my favorite... Ha! Found ya. How? You left to find my tablet on. Get wall-to-wall Wi-Fi on the Xfinity 10G network. Restrictions apply. Not available in all areas. Actual speeds vary. It's time now for the read. And I will get us started because I really don't have much to say. Two mm, quick things. Okay. I know we say that all the time. Yeah. But I really don't. Yeah. I just want to start by saying um, I read a story about a Red Cross nurse in Germany mm. who reportedly um, compromised at least 8,600 possible patient, patients by uh, reportedly injecting them with a saline placebo rather than the COVID vaccine that they showed up uh, to receive. Um, 8,600 people that were trying to get vaccinated, including several elderly patients who are at a greater risk of contracting COVID-19 oh, and no. dying, were then told that they quite likely needed to come in, get another shot. Wow. Um, because there was no concrete, I guess, um, no way to confirm for sure that 
they had all gotten the vaccinations. Yeah. That they asked. Of for. course, of course. Yeah. Now, this nurse and her lawyer are Lord claiming God. No, I was actually like you know, don't I, say I broke it. a vial. No, she says, no, please don't do this. She broke a vial of the vaccine by accident, and then it was just one. I, I just it was one of them. I put a little bit of a little water, some dial soap. I was gonna say what some fucking Lysol. What did you put in there, girl? Some Fabuloso. What the some hell? Mrs. Dash. A oh Mrs. my Dash. god. What this bitch do? Mix up a concoction and put it in people instead? <laughs> oh my god! Say sight. So she claiming that she didn't didn't want to lose her job. So instead, she puts some fabuloso in, in one of the thingies, some pine saw, and then she was like, "Here," and you didn't want to lose know, your job, <clears throat> so you gave people something that wasn't the vaccine. Obviously, the police are calling bullshit because this <laughs> runs contrary to a bunch of different reports that say that she was running around doing whatever the fuck she wanted to with See, several patients. Cedar. Cedar. She's also been accused of spreading anti-vaxxer, you know, rhetoric on Facebook and stuff. Right. In which her lawyer responded, well, she got the vaccine. Of course she did, girl. She has to work. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, she's a nurse. So, yeah, she did. And a lot of people she, who... In that regard... A lot of COVID anti people are vaccinated and still talking this shit. A lot of them. Right. Most of them. You know, I mean, there are places like Texas or wherever where the, I can't remember how many, like, hundred, like a crazy amount of nurses um, and people in, in medicine lost their jobs or got suspended oh, yeah. or whatever. A lot they of them. Used to get vaccinated. And they stuff. did. But it's like, Obviously, this particular nurse is full of shit. I don't know what exactly she thinks that she is getting away with or what, you know, because so much of it is still unknown. You know, they're doing an investigation. Obviously, I highly doubt that anything will happen to this person. Um, But it is insane. First of all, if you, much like we were talking earlier you don't want to get the vaccine i just think there's a couple of decisions you should need to make and yep. you need to make them and stand firm on them i agree um stay home <laughs> not going to everyday people is one of them and <laughs> getting tested when you do go somewhere wearing masks when you choose to go out and staying home most of the time i feel like that's what you should do maybe being a nurse right now not a great idea, sister. Not a great idea if you're not going to get with the vaccine. Because you need to be on the front know? lines of fighting this bitch, you see. So you That's need to be as protected as a person need. can be. Yeah. That's yeah. why the rest of the doctors and nurses are so frustrated. Because they are so overwhelmed now. And it don't have to be this way. They don't have enough help. They don't have enough resources. They barely have enough people that care. And then in plenty places of the world, and damn sure this country, they have patients coming in saying, well, I don't even believe in the China virus. Well, the China virus, I'm not getting no vaccine. I don't regret getting the vaccine. And Biden, Biden and Kamala, I'm never gonna get past the 
fake news. Yeah. Like people Literally choosing good. to come in and fight for their right to die. Yeah. Meanwhile, they have to fight to keep these niggas alive. Yeah. They don't have time for, you know, their fellow scrubs to be like, well, not only do I think that this vaccination shit is garbage, I'm going to stick the girls yep. with, you know, a shot of water, Casamigos, and Lari seasoning salt. <laughs> That's what I'm going to give them rather than the vaccination that they asked for. What? What are we doing? How did you think that was Why a better idea? Why do you idea? even care? You motherfuckers will storm the Capitol for your right to live on a planet that you don't give a fuck about and you damn sure don't give a fuck about the other motherfuckers on here. Let's just get to the bunkers. Same. Let's just light a fire to every plant. Let's just burn everything to the ground and let's get to the bunker era yeah. of our life on Earth. Because clearly that's what y'all want. It is. Let's get to the bunkers. Every man for himself, the forever purge. Last but not least, I want to say, you know, I'm in the market for new um, unscripted garbage in TV. I've said numerous times that I'm staying away from or trying to stay. Yeah, I'm successfully, for the most part, staying away from the housewives of medicine and, and hip hop. Um, because you know, no shade. They were just raising my blood pressure. I was getting way too invested. And I was like, okay, I oh, don't yeah. know Lanethia. Don't know Kenya. Don't know Phaedra. Like, why am I so... I'm too invested. <laughs> so then I tried to stick to, uh, you know, Drag Race. Because, you know, my people, queer sayings, yes, mama, whatever shit. And then, like, that is a truly fascinating show, the amount of work that they do, the transformations, the stuff that's asked for them. It's just, it's, there's a reason it has so many Emmys. Um, right. Currently, this season of All Stars is, I, I, so I've decided that I need something else. And the only other thing that I thought of is that I would, for whatever reason, a guilty pleasure of mine was Are You the One and X on the Beach. Makes which sense. I think are both based Makes on sense. like UK dating shows that are trash. Yeah. Those things are sadistic. Like they are just horrible to these people and the scenarios that they put them in, right? But yeah. both of those shows have got chopped, I think. from I don't think that they're in production anymore. But there's Love Island on CBS and HBO Max has this mm-hmm. show called F-Boy Island. Ooh, and have you seen Too Hot to Handle? I forgot about that one. Oh, there's my so God. many like there's another one. There's so I many forgot about that one. And everybody is sexy reality shows. There are so many. Oh my God, I forgot <laughs> about that. Okay, so listen. So I have been doing Love Islands. Like I, I've been jumping back and forth between Love yes. Island and FBoy Island, trying to see which one I'm going to commit to. Too hot to handle. And I realized yesterday <laughs> that Love Island, at least this the third season of Love Island is 28 episodes, Ooh. which is crazy to me. Because right. I'm used to them being like 10 to 12. Exactly. Damn, that's a lot. Um, Love Island to me seems like real drama with people that like actually want to date. I okay. haven't looked at too hot to hand too hot to handle. But anyway, the focus of my read is really that like. <laughs> Not white privilege 
is getting to have a show called F Boy Island yes. and completely stamp all over some more shit that niggas have been saying for decades and decades and yes. decades. And just, just kernels in the cornbread it. Just green bean casserole. Like, I yeah. knew that F Boy Island was going to be insufferable literally within the first 15 seconds of it. Because I got them saying F Boy instead of Fuck Boy. And I got within the first 15 seconds the word douchebaggery used. Not and then some white woman uh. named Nikki Glazer. It was within the first 15 <laughs> seconds of the program that I knew that this was white people whiting. <laughs> white whiting like the fish. Yeah. And it was going to be a problem. And it is just as campy and ridiculous. First of all, what blows my mind about FY Island is like, if y'all are going to take the things, use them, my nigga. This is an HBO Max original. You can yeah. cuss. Say fuck boy. Say fuck boy. They say F boy the whole way through. They never say fuck boy, yeah. ever. But they do say fuck. Wow. So Uncensored. Then, girl, so then what's the fucking problem? So what are we fucking doing? Wow. Uh, Why must you take all of our things and put cornflakes yes. in it? Why must y'all take <laughs> all of our goddamn raisins. things and pumpkin spice raisin it? I'm tired. <laughs> There's no reason. <laughs> Just say fuck boy. Like, what are we... <laughs> Pumpkin spice raising it. Even Imagine if somebody you, putting pumpkin spice in your fucking tuna salad, chicken salad, potato salad. <laughs> it's probably been done. It probably has because white people have no limits. We're getting at least three emails tomorrow. Like, yes, at the potluck. My aunt. I was the one. My step-grandma, okay? she said add a little pumpkin spice and I did it. I did. I put pumpkin spice in the mac and cheese. It's like if the show was called and marketed as F Boy Island, but they said fuck boy that in the would show, be one thing, yeah. it would be one thing. But it's just like, how many more times do I have to watch y'all take things that niggas have been saying since I was a baby and before mm. that and act like it's kids bop? Leave yeah. me alone. Yeah, that's real. But either way, everybody on these shows is fine. They're, they're horrible. They're terrible. Oh, yeah. Like, That's why they're great for TV. Because they're terrible God, people. are they good looking. They're fine as shit. And they're too young to say no to this. <laughs> I like Love Island so much. Uh, so I like it more so far because there are, uh, there's a stronger balance of gender or whatever. Yeah. Uh, like... FY Island is 24 niggas and three of the same girls per episode. Amen. <laughs> and I've seen write-ups calling it the most feminist show ever or whatever, so I'm trying to see it through. Um, but so far, it's literally one girl who call, who's a stylist, one who's described as a content creator, and one's a social media manager. And I, they don't show anyone's age in their, right. like, interview, but they show all of their quote-unquote occupations, and I swear they try these people. Because it's like... Uh, this nigga's a Bitcoin investor, right. TikToker. And it's like, that nigga told you that he told <laughs> you that he works for like the USPS, but also is big on TikTok. And you called him a TikToker, so we would call him a fuckboy. Like, 
It's a bit too much. I might stick with Love Island. I like Cache. The black girls on there are sweet. But now you just reminded me I need to put Too Hot to Handle on the roster to see oh, if yeah. that's where I need to be. It's very fun. I was actually, me and Fran were just chilling, sitting there, like, smoking weed and, and weaving something out of wool or something. Yeah. And Tristan yeah. was sitting there watching Too Hot to Handle. And it just drug us in at first because we were like, what is this bullshit? And then by the end of one episode, we were completely hooked. Yeah, like, yeah that's... It's how it happens. That's how they get time. you because you're like, I every don't care. Time. It's it's like 18 white people to every two black people. And I still yes. don't care because the show is so ridiculous. It's just a bunch of very young people whose brains aren't done developing, very conventionally yes. attractive people all in one isolated space and then basically daring them not to fuck or whatever. And it's just like, oh yeah, that's too hot to handle. Too yeah. hot to handle is the one where you're not, where, where they're they not supposed to have sex. If they kiss or hold hands or hug or anything. If they kiss, they, don't, they can't touch? No. So it's like the amount of money you lose, it goes oh, it up on, depending like, on how, right? So like if you have sex, you lose the most. But then that's they have like, like, like simulating sex actions counts as losing money and oral, of course, counts. Kissing counts. And I think holding hands probably even counts. Oh, no, that's some bullshit. I think so. But holding hands is probably like $10, whereas having sex is like $5,000. <laughs> So it's like okay. So I have to put that one on the list too to see what it's so in. good. It's so good. But you're <laughs> right. They're all like incredibly young people, and like even the f boy thing. It's like all y'all are fuck boys, and these women aren't truly looking for love. All y'all want you know to climb your social media ranks yeah, and get bookings. All of y'all. That's what all you, of y'all are here for. <laughs> get a spinoff or whatever, and that's fine. But you're right that you you spend like the first fifteen to twenty minutes being like, all of these people are terrible. They're insufferable. They're so annoying. Yeah, I hate this show. And by the end of like forty five minutes, you're like, who the fuck does Kevin think that he has got him <laughs> talking to? Because let me tell you one thing about my bitch Trina. Absolutely, you're not gonna do her. Like <laughs> that was us. At first, we were like, Tristan, this is the most anti-feminist programming we've ever seen. This is so wrong, blah, blah, blah. And by the end, we were like, how dare that nigga act like she not fine? Blah, like, really, like, yelling at the TV and fully being invested. They, these shows, yes. they grab you in. So don't watch them. But if you do, just know Too Hot to Handle is a lot, girl. It's a mess. Yeah. Um. And and so are the rest. <laughs> yeah, they're literally all awful, but they're yeah. better for me right now where I'm at. Yeah. And more entertaining than just watching a bunch of rich women go to lunch and argue. Yeah, no, I feel you. Because, like, let me just watch That's the great people too. making primal decisions, okay? It's yeah. Me, it's limbic brain. Crying These girls, after for knowing a nigga for 48 hours. These motherfuckers be in love with some light eyes after 12 hours crying like I love him and then an episode and a half later the fucking shady ass narrator is like coming <laughs> to the villa right now via chopper is Bryson and Bryson is tatted up pecs green eyes and the same crying motherfucker is like it's over like it's so yeah. me- it's great yeah it's great it I is. can't do like Luan I truly love anymore. it I need I to break feel from the you. Count. I feel you. I need a break from all of Beverly Hills. <laughs> yeah. I'll be back at some point. I, I mean, because I love it, but I'll be back. I, yeah. But yeah, for now. I'll be back. Too hot to handle. 
Um, so I just also have a few very quick things to say, and then I'll be out of here. First of all, Texas Governor Greg Abbott contracted COVID. <laughs> Bitch, it's what you deserve. It is truly what you deserve. Of course, he is getting the absolute best care available. He um is, I'm sure, has private nurses and is being um, taken care of with incredible precision and care and detail all the while he is um, trying to make sure that schools cannot institute mask orders in Texas, even though Texas has one of the worst COVID numbers um, of any state in the fucking country, even though he is receiving the kind of care that most Texans can't afford or can't afford to take the kind of time off of work to do adrenochrome shipments. Like literally through all that, yeah. even still Greg Abbott, who every time my friends make ablest jokes about him, I have to say y'all are wrong for that. Even though he's a terrible fucking person, Greg Abbott has tested positive oh, yeah. for COVID and I cannot think of a single person other than maybe Governor Ron DeSantis who deserves it more. I just can't think of anybody who deserves it more. And hey, I hope COVID does her man. absolute worst on you because you are a miserable son of a bitch who deserves all the worst things that life has to offer. Amen. Um, and speaking of COVID, the next part of my read goes out to Summer Walker, who uses her absolutely oh, pointless girl instagram burner account galacta whore to say things even though we all know who it is oh um summer posted a story saying if you vaccinated please stay away from me smiley face emoji light skin no thumbs problem. up emoji right first of all no problem you clearly <laughs> one of them bitches who believes that like vaccinated cones will leap off me and into you and all i have to say is if that was the case we would not be begging you niggas to get vaccinated yeah if it if the vaccine was contagious we would not be begging you niggas to get we'd it we'd probably be a lot better off but i understand you don't know f- like a fucking thing about science so i have no problem explaining this to you oh my god this bloom right no like i can i expected it from her but bitch shut up because you also played like ring around the rosy with your fucking face and had them niggas reshaping everything on your fucking anterior girl had them niggas nip and tucking your fucking nose had them niggas Uh installing a whole new ass and hips for your ass but all of a sudden you got a problem with the goddamn vaccine bitch do you understand that bbl is one of the riskiest surgeries you can get period period and it is completely pointless it has nothing to do with your health or your well-being, unlike the vaccine, which is designed to keep your stupid ass alive. And third, you, Summer Walker, are the same bitch who talked about not bathing every day and posted a picture talking about when you don't have plates, then this will do. And your fucking cheesy nachos are in a goddamn dustbin and sitting on the fucking bristles of a goddamn broom. Bitch, are you kidding me? But you got a problem with vaccines? Sweetie, you got a problem with soap and hot wa- hot water. What am I supposed to be surprised about? Yeah. Where's the shock? It- <laughs> Do you think your opinion really means something? You let these niggas reshape your body unnecessarily, but think you have a valid opinion about vaccines? You do not. You know what you should have said? I would rather do this and risk my life than be fat or misshapen like the rest of you bitches and I don't give a fuck about the vaccine because at least that's honest 
If you have the vaccine and stay away from me, bitch, you're the one who makes poor decisions. What you mean? Stay away from you. You stay away from me. <laughs> I mean, like, obviously do what you want with your body, but this race, shit, like, it doesn't make sense. Make it make sense. It is a lot of people that say these things that you can easily point out like, yeah, but you take crazy risks yeah. with your health for like all kinds of stuff. You and yeah, a lot of them are things that every aren't weekend. necessary. You be yeah, in the like, club in Atlanta, Georgia, vaping that hookah every weekend because a problem with vaccines. How? And again, like for me and the record. Like, <laughs> <laughs> for me and the record and as far as that goes, honey, if it's not your tea, okay. Say I just again. don't understand why we have to come up, like why we have to add nonsense on it <laughs> like you right. can just like not say anything and that's always an option you could just not say anything why does it have to be this way with these people every fucking time that's what i don't understand why couldn't you just shut the hell up who was asking summer walker for advice about a vaccine you sweetie you're not a scientist Nothing about you even says completed high school. Nothing about you says I should ask this person (sighs) about the vaccine efficacy. Nothing about you says vaccine or efficacy. I mean, there was a strong spoiler alert when you started talking about vegetables and (laughs) breastfeeding or whatever. Baby, green smoothies don't cure COVID. (laughs) They don't. If all you had to do was be healthy We would not have over half a million people dead. Please understand, it is a respiratory virus. It can get anybody who breathes. That's everybody. God damn. Even people who aren't like killed and stuff are a lot of times still going, you know, like have have complications for years. People have been sick since they got scarring and stuff. It's like, it's just like, it's not necessary. But then again, if you're like, girl, the vaccine is not for me for X and Y and Z or whatever. It's like, okay, but like, do you have to come on like the front street of Facebook and just start spreading misinformation? Like what good does it do anybody? Right. And who cares? (laughs) Who cares? I mean, I guess people feel like they care. They just don't know what they care about. I just know that when I saw that, I was like, I know the bitch who didn't get a whole new set of hips. (laughs) I know the bitch who wasn't like, oh, I just felt so uncomfortable and insecure. I know the bitch who did not literally put her life on the line for a fatter ass. I know that same girl don't have an issue with vaccines that have so many studies at this point behind them. Like the vaccine has been out for almost a year. It started late last year with healthcare professionals around the globe. The data is there. If you know how to look at it, you either don't know how to look at it or don't want to, or don't want to understand it and whatever that's your right. You can feel however you want to feel, but you don't make no sense as a bitch who literally got her hips widened and her ass fattened by medical doctors who kept you alive throughout the useless, unnecessary procedure. I think there's like a lot of, 
<laughs> I lost my train of thought. I'm just saying. <laughs> like, it's just, there's like a lot of, when you are, are making the decision to like not be vaccinated or whatever, again, I just feel like you have the right, you don't have to do that, but you can like also just not say anything. But right, you could also just shut the hell anything, up. It's like one thing being someone like Summer Walker who has had, you know, a few uh, <laughs> highly discussed moments of what you know, <laughs> like right. we've had a few moments where we're just kind of like, oh, you know, Why did so that happen? yeah, of course, people have plenty to go off of when it's like you don't want to get a vac you don't want to get vaccinated but you try to con- convince us that all a baby needs to live is pomegranate seeds it doesn't make sense but then it's like many of y'all it's the same thing like you were just at bella noches facing you know a whole <laughs> bottle of hennessy and doing blowing molly and weed so it's like uh, and i know we talked about this on the show and i know i said Everybody knows you're not supposed to give infants under a year old raw honey or any kind of honey. Babies are not supposed to have honey. I feel like most girls or women or cis women know that. I feel like we know that. I damn sure didn't. I learned that through this. But that's because you did not have to be a junior mother since you were 12 years old. (laughs) Amen. I had to be able to take care of babies from when I was still a baby. So I knew that you're not supposed to give babies honey. And yet here goes Summer dabbing some shit on her lip and giving this baby crushed up spinach leaves and blueberries. Like, girl, what the fuck is this? If you don't feed that baby. going to be the real storm and you're all going to be pissed you're going to eat your words when she can control the weather i hope i do i truly do i would not be mad at that all at all that would be incredible so please let that happen that would be for the absolute best but i just want y'all to make your decisions and not lie about what is real in the process that's all i want that's all I want. Yeah. And all you have to do is look at the data to know what it says. You might have your own feelings, but the data says what it says. So, again, best of luck to everybody. I cannot be bothered with you niggas. I got my own shit going on. But, you know, good luck from here on out. Good luck. Woo, girl, because uh, the Biden administration said the vaccine is out there. And if you bitches don't get it, that sounds like your problem. We're not shutting down the economy and ain't no more quarantine you can forget the stimmies they said ain't no more of that bullshit you can get vaccinated and go back to work or you can fucking die that's what they said that's what they said and i don't expect anything less out of the democrats i don't expect anything less of course not like but like, girl, this is what your country is telling you is the deal. So, like I said, I went and I got my two doses. I did the best I could. I don't know what the girls want from me. They already talking about booster shots. I still go down to the motherfucking bodega with a mask on. Like, I don't know what the girls want. I'm just, right. I hope for the best. Like I said, I'm waiting for the sky to crack open and for the chariot to sing. Amen. So, Swing down and let a bitch ride because I'm ready, y'all. I'm ready. Word. It's just too much of a mess out here, but 
you know, good luck to all the niggas as we progress. That is going to wrap up this week's episode of The Read. Make sure you check us out on social media at This Is The Read. Our website is thisistheread.com and you can find our merch at shoptheread.com. Any announcements from you, friend, this week before we leave? I don't have any announcements, but I did want to give some quick gaming suggestions. Um, I just want to talk about games more because it's my thing. Okay. It's my favorite medium. Oh, me too. I spend a ton of time doing it. Me too. And I love when people who don't play them very often get hooked on new ones. Um, so right now, if I'll you're take notes. some fun to play, Dodgeball Academia on the Nintendo Switch and on the PlayStation, probably Xbox as well. If you're looking for something with a Saturday morning cartoon vibe, um, it, it's very fun, great cast of characters, kind of looks like OKKO OK mixed with like, I don't know, Rocket Power. And you've got like a whole RPG style vibe. If you're like one of those people who loves the story of like magic kid who goes to school to learn to be magic and make friends, like that's that with RPG and fun dodgeball mechanics. And I love it. And there's also a game, I think it's only on Switch and PC right now called Road 96. That's kind of like. Like a love, life is strange, which we know that you played and thought was the last of us. <laughs> you didn't have to bring that up. <laughs> it's very decision based. A lot of the dialogue and choices you make impact the way that the story works out. And you kind of just play as these teens that are living in like a socio political state of unrest in okay. this fictional country. And they're trying to reach the border. And you meet a zany cast of characters and try not to die or get arrested or. Whatever. Okay, what what is it called again? That one's called Road 96. Road 96. Really, really good game. I will download that. Can't wait to tell y'all about it. And lots of like parallels to, you know, American garbage. To The Lost of Us. Yeah, that one made me tear up once or twice, but it's also got lots of lighthearted stuff. Whereas Dodgeball Academia is just pure cartoony, fun, arcadiness. Okay. So check those out. And if you like them, let me know. Send me screenshots and stuff like that. And I'll probably suggest some more games as I get okay. into them and like them. Oh, yes. Because Lord knows we could escape reality these days. And that is literally what I'm trying to do, like almost all the time, because this is trash. So, yeah. Um, take care of yourselves out there, Black people, and we will see y'all next week. Want the same expert advice you get from the pros in the store while shopping online at DiscountTire.com? Meet Treadwell, your personal online tire guide that matches you with the perfect tire for your vehicle. Get your best match in one minute or less with Treadwell by Discount Tire. I'm what you might call very good at hide and seek and since we got xfinity we have wi-fi all over the house even in my super secret hiding spots so i can kill time in here by streaming my favorite ha found you how you left to find my tablet on get wall-to-wall wi-fi on the xfinity 10g network restrictions apply not available in all areas actual speeds vary